This is the Warsaw Institute think tank speaking, and you're listening to the podcast series The Role and Influence of the People's Republic of China on Visegrad Group Countries, supported by the International Visegrad Fund. Within this project, we discuss the events, actions, and politics of China in relation to Poland, Czechia, Slovakia, and Hungary. Follow us to learn more at warsawinstitute.org. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of our podcast. Today, it's my pleasure to host again Mr. Pavel Pashak, and we'll be discussing his article Huawei in Poland in Hungary. Could it be a part of 5G? And as always, before we start, a little introduction. Since the beginning of the second decade of the 21st century, Huawei has achieved a leading position on the markets of the Visegrad Group, both in terms of digital infrastructure and mobile devices. During Donald Trump's presidency, the US authorities made extensive diplomatic efforts to eliminate Huawei from the European Union's 5G infrastructure, pointing to political and intelligence threats and the company's cooperation with the Communist Party of China. As a result of these actions, numerous bilateral declarations on 5G were adopted, also by the V4 countries, namely Poland and Slovakia. At the same time, the position of the EU has aggravated. The institution began to put more emphasis on level playing field and reciprocity in economic relations. The report on the EU Coordinated Risk Assessment, presented in October 2019, and the EU Toolbox, adopted in January 2020, highlighted the risk of cooperation with untrustworthy suppliers. This was a clear message to Huawei that the political climate has deteriorated. So my first question is, what exactly is 5G that we are hearing so much about, and why the question of who will be its infrastructure provider is so important? Well, 5G is the fifth generation of mobile networks, uh, a significant evolution of today's 4G LTE networks. 5G has been designed to meet the very large growth in data and connectivity of today's modern society. 5G uh, and the following generations will be vital for the creation of the of a full-fledged Internet of Things, business of connected devices. It will also facilitate development of all sectors that use digital communications and process data, ranging from e-commerce platforms through entertainment sector to to smart cars, cities, and artificial intelligence. So as we can see, the scope is very broad and the technology, the consequences of deploying this technology are far ranging. Uh, In technical terms, 5G will provide up to 100 times faster connections and will be able to handle up uh, to 1 million devices per square kilometers, which is 10 times more than the existing 4G LTE network. Uh, 5G will also profoundly shorten the response time of connected devices, which is particularly important when we talk uh, about smart cars or drones. In short, 5G will be the backbone of digital economy and digital societies, and that is why countries around the world seek to deploy this new technology as fast as possible. Okay, thank you very much. And talking about Huawei, how would you describe its presence in Poland and Central Eastern European region? Well, 10 years ago, Huawei was practically non-existent in the region. But thanks to the dynamic market expansion, it became one of the leading partners of local telecommunications operators. In 2020, the second largest provider of mobile devices in Poland Czech Republic, Hungary, and Slovakia with market share uh, over 20, sometimes even 27%. And that is due to the holistic offer of the corporation, which can provide both mobile devices 
and infrastructure necessary, for example, to build 4G or 5G networks. And well, available estimates indicate that um, Huawei's share in infrastructure ranges from 40 to even 60 percent. Uh, and to a degree, this is a worrying for people who advocate exclusion for, of Huawei from the digital infrastructure, as well, the 5G, well, initially 5G will operate on 4G equipment. So it will not become like in a short period of time, a standalone technology when we've got only exclusively 5G base station. It will use existing infrastructure and that existing infrastructure was built with the help of Huawei. So that makes things much more complicated. However, I do think that given the trend you've mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, well, the, the general outlook for Huawei in regional Europe is not very positive, as we can see that the United States, the local governments, the European Union is becoming more and more skeptical when it comes to cooperation with the, the Chinese telecom giant. And therefore, in the long term, I, I would expect that the position of Huawei when it comes to infrastructure will weaken. However, when it comes to mobile devices, I can expect that it will remain uh, one of the most significant partners of the local telecoms. Yeah, and talking about that, what is the current Polish government's stance on 5G and cooperation with Huawei in that matter? Poland is, is one of the United States' closest allies in Central and Eastern Europe. Nearly all political parties in Poland declare support for transatlantic cooperation, and that is due to the key role of NATO in Poland's national security strategy. And these factors make authorities in Warsaw much more likely to respond positively to the idea of 5G promoted by Washington. Well, you mentioned that, that um, Donald Trump's administration pushed for, for stricter rules for Huawei or even for full exclusion of the corporation from, from building 5G infrastructure. And that makes, I mean, this, this strong security link between Poland and the United States have made Polish government much more likely to seriously limit or even exclude Huawei from its 5G network. On September the 2nd, 2019, during the visit of US Vice President Mike Pence to Poland, the US-Poland joint declaration of, on 5G was signed. And that was a symbol of this Polish American cooperation on security matters. Uh, because like in economic terms, excluding Huawei is not, well, it's not the best solution for Polish companies. However, if we consider this security dimension, it starts to make sense. And, and this declaration from September 2019 clearly indicated that um, the Chinese company is the main target of this of this declaration as it comprised uh, such criteria as independent judicial control, uh, transparent ownership structure and ethical standards. Uh, so that declaration was the first significant step toward excluding Huawei from building 5G network in Poland. On September the, the, the 7th, 2020, a Polish Ministry of Digital Affairs published a draft amendment to the law on the national cybersecurity system. And if adopted in the existing form, it would open the legal way to exclude equipped suppliers that pose a potential threat to the, to the national cybersecurity system or NATO allies. So it's still only a project and there is a wide-ranging discussion about how far should this legislation go. However, I would expect that it will remain rather 
unfavorable to the Chinese telecom giants. So if not full exclusion, it will seriously limit Huawei's position in Poland. Okay, thank you. And as you mentioned, Poland is known to be the most pro-American among the V4 countries. And on the other hand, Hungary is known to be the most pro-Chinese country in the V4, of course, to some extent. So how would you describe the Budapest approach to cooperation with Huawei? Well, Budapest's approach is, 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 let's say, is strikingly different. Well, we can see that since 2013, the cooperation between uh, Hungary and, and Huawei has flourished. Uh, in 2013, Hungary and Huawei signed a strategic partnership. And uh, well, despite this like increasingly negative image among the EU countries, Viktor Orban remains open to cooperation with Beijing in terms of economy uh, and uh, technology. And it is also reflected in its approach toward the Chinese uh, corporation. Uh, in, in October 2020, Hungarian Minister of uh, Foreign Affairs announced that Huawei will open a new research and development center in Budapest. And the Hungarian politician also emphasized that Chinese investment in Hungary amounted to $5 billion. Also, the minister said that it is in Hungary's national interests to keep up cooperation with China and with Huawei. So this shows that Budapest is, uh, well, kind of trying to balance its relations between the West and the East within the framework of so-called Eastern opening. And there's also like the, the issue of a European supply center. Uh, and by that, I mean, Huawei located its supply center for 55 countries in Europe and in the Middle East near Budapest. Uh, therefore, uh, it provides a lot of benefits for local community, generating between 2,000 and 3,000 jobs. So, I mean, these factors indicate that Budapest is very unlikely to exclude Huawei in the future. The only option for that would be when EU excluded Huawei like on this top, top level, but this is very unlikely. And, and the most probable scenario is that EU will leave the final call for every EU member state. And uh, well, given that, I would expect that Budapest will continue its cooperation with Huawei because excluding Huawei would mean that overall relations with China would deteriorate. And Viktor Orban is also planning to build a campus of, with, with Chinese University Fudan, just trying to increase and enhance cooperation with China. Therefore, well, excluding Huawei is not an option. So in the short and medium term, I would expect uh, Hungary to, to continue, continue and even deepen its cooperation with the Chinese telecom giants. Okay, thank you, Mr. Pasek, for this very interesting interview. That will be all for today. Sorry for some technical issues due to the network problems. It seems that we all need 5G as soon as possible. Thank you for listening. If you wish to learn more about the geopolitics, energy and security of the Central and Eastern Europe, follow us at warsawinstitute.org.